0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Bluebirds Sports Show. My name is Ryan Reisman, along with Owen Yelton and Jonathan Tinker. Throughout the year, we will be doing occasional shows where we will talk about the Bluebirds athletics and giving you updates on how the teams are doing. We will also be having special guest appearances throughout the year, such as coaches, players, and fans. Today, we will be recapping the Highlands-Dixie football game, previewing the upcoming Highlands Connor football game. And checking in on all other Bluebird sports. But first, we would like to introduce our very special guest, Highlands Head Football Coach Bob's Fire. So, on today's show, we have our very first guest, Highlands Head Football Coach Bob's Fire. Today, we're going to talk about last week's game, the upcoming game, and just a few things about the
1: season overall. How are you doing today, Coach? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, that one last Friday was a little bit tough,
0: though. Uh, Obviously, coming off a close loss is never fun, but there are a few positive things that can be taken away. Uh, what do you think your team can improve on after this game?
1: Oh, there's a lot of positives, and there are only negatives if you uh, if you waste. A, uh, you learn from a loss. You know, we we don't we don't like losing any game, but there's always value in what you can learn from that. And you know, in this transition, I think one of the key things is. Uh, you know This program's kind of forgotten, I think, how to win those kind of games, and we're going to get that back. But what came up the other night were a series of situations that tend to come up in key ball games that are really evenly matched. And we're still in that transitional phase where I've got to do a really good job of coaching our guys up in all those key situations. We do something we call mock game every Thursday and it is set up and designed to try to emulate Things that can happen during the course of a game, and particularly those that are really close, whether it's a last-second field goal without a timeout, where you got to run your team on, or whether it is a late play where you got to throw it to the end zone, you got to have your right personnel in, maybe your biggest receivers, or, or maybe it's on defense, the uh, last play of the game where they're going to throw in the end zone. You want to make sure you're in the right coverage, and you, you know. So there's a series of things, you know. Football's football, but being in a basketball state people understand that there's inbounds basketball plays in basketball that toward the end of the game can determine whether you win or lose on the last second. Football is really no different. And when you get in that kind of game that's when key situations come up. We also had a game two weeks ago to Ryle to one of my former coaches that was on my staff for 15 years. He's been at Ryle six or seven years. They were able to do things in situations because he had been in that program for a period of time and they had prepared over time for those situations we're, we're, we're not there yet that's something that I think is going to be the next hopefully a, a, a quick transitional phase that we got to go through and we saw a lot of that really for the McNicholas game and this game both kinda showed us that we've still got a long way to go in those key situations and that really falls on me in terms of coaching those things up and preparing our team for those things. And um, mm-hmm. Do you think your team will have a chip on their shoulder going in the the next week? Well, I do think that's one that they feel like – Maybe they should have won, could have won, obviously, uh, kind of like the McNichols game. Um, you know, those, those both were pretty bitter losses and, and you know, kind of came down. But those are two pretty good football teams and playing in higher classifications. And, you know, so when you play good talent, you play teams that are a little bit more veteran and aren't going through a transition. The coach at McNichols has been the head coach there for 11, 12 years. So, you know, none of that's excuses. That's just a reality of where we are. But do they have a chip on your side? I think there's a ton of pride in and these, these young men that we're coaching. Uh, I tip my cap to them every day, they, they've, they put in a ton of effort and work, uh, and they're grinding through this process, and, uh, and, and, and as tough as that's been, uh, we're having a lot of fun doing this, and I think everybody kind of understands, we're, we're getting a little bit better every day, so um, there's no panic, um, uh, there's plenty of disappointment in those kind of losses, uh, but there's plenty of positives for us to build off, and we got a bunch of young guys too that are getting a whole lot of experience. Thank you. uh, Obviously, you guys have Connor coming up. How are you guys uh, planning on on preparing for the game against them? Well, listen, the season really starts now. I told him after the game, I said, look, nobody wants to hear this at Highlands, but the preseason is over now. District starts this week. This is when the season really starts. This is kind of what, you know, we have the luxury since we're going through a transition of kind of approaching it that way, and that has been legitimate. You know, we're we're even on the board, you know, yesterday this part of the team came in. You know, they wanted to come in and sit down with the staff and go over meetings. It was totally voluntary, but, you know, we're still adding little tweaks and little things to the package on both sides of the ball and even to the kicking game. We're nowhere near maxed out on the things. That we're going to teach these guys you know so how we're going to approach connor is, is, is it's a building process now we feel like now's not the time where we're going to make any major changes because and, and we feel like now we kind of know our personnel pretty well though though that's been in kind of a a fluid and flux situation because we've had some key injuries. But we do kinda know our personnel now as a staff. We kinda know their strengths and weaknesses. We kinda know where we can add and what we you know what, what we can, what kinda holes we kinda gotta cover. And every team has those. Uh, you know, but you know, Connors is we 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 we've so shown some flashes the last couple of weeks of some really good things in the kicking game, but we've also had a couple of major fails in the kicking game. We've got to first off eliminate those and continue to build on the big big plays that we're starting to make, and then of course we're making some explosive plays on offense, and even without some of our, our what we thought were going to be some of our key receivers and running backs. So you know that's been that's been nice to see. We struggled defensively. We're not very big, and it's kind of. But we play with great effort. So as the game goes on, we kind of weather the storm. And once some of those bigger teams kind of get a little bit more worn down, our effort kind of over. And our conditioning is tremendous. So that kind of overtakes their physical size. And really, the last two and a half quarters of that game of the other night, we we kind of controlled and dominated that game. But it took us a quarter and a half uh, to kind of be a speed bump before we could get to that point. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's been a few injuries this season. Uh, how have injuries as
1: a whole affected your
0: team throughout the season?
1: Well, that's one of the most unfortunate things about football, or any any, any any athletic endeavor. You know, Injuries are always part of every sporting endeavor, but football in particular, I think that, and when you play one game a week, and you're only guaranteed 10 and in the COVID area you're not even guaranteed first off you hate it when any young man misses any portion of that because they work so hard to get to that point to have that one game a week and people don't understand when they just lose one of those that's that's 10% uh, 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 of, of their opportunities, and then if it's a lot of times in today's world, because of medical care, which is great, it ends up being multiple weeks. So, you know, it's, it's just football. Nobody here is going to whine and complain. You just got to step up, next next man up. But you hate it for the young men that miss those opportunities, and you just got to adjust, and you you just got to trust that the people going to step in there are going to get it done. Yeah, injuries are always tough. <laughs> uh, what do you think has changed the most so far in your first year at Highlands? Uh, well, the, the first three weeks, you know, kind of, kind of set a an expectation that was probably unrealistic, and that's okay. I was really proud of the way the guys just really, really just sold out, and uh, but then, but then I think because of that, and the and the caliber of schedule we're playing, um, and 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 they didn't get to have an off season. You know, Brian was let go at the end of the season. I don't take the job till March. So, okay, we, we, we weren't very strong going into the season. We're getting stronger every day. We're working out in the mornings. But you can't really make up for that lost time until we get – I can't wait for our first off season this winter. I mean, that's when really, really, really we get to come out of this. But we're certainly not giving a pass on this season. I don't mean to imply that at all. But – with that being said I'm not surprised that we've had some of these injuries with the schedule we're playing with the lack of strength training that they have had you know no off season that's kind of going to happen and uh, we've spent a ton of time on the practice field trying to really dial in on key fundamentals to prevent injury but when you're a little bit you know undermanned and you're a little bit you missed out on off season unfortunately that's going to happen some with the schedule we're playing yeah yeah you said- uh, what do you think the uh, biggest goal is this season? Well, the once again, the season just now, now is when it really starts. All the goals, really, I think you put your eggs in the basket of district play to position yourself into the playoffs, and that's really where the goals are. Once you get the playoffs, if you're healthy, the ball bounce right, anything can happen. And we've got a young football team, and you know, look, one of the one of the blessings in disguise on some of these injuries is we've gotten a lot more guys opportunities on Friday nights than probably I anticipated. Because it's just been necessary through these injuries, but I'm not sure that it hasn't really helped us build more depth. And uh, who knows? You know, if we if we can navigate through this district thing starting this week and put ourselves in, in a better situation than maybe people expect, you know, sometimes teams get hot. And hey, I, I we rule out this team getting on a run at all.
0: Yeah. That's good to hear. And uh, do you think like the younger kids like, will continue to play a role or no? Or what do you think? They're like, sophomores and freshmen
1: no, at all? Well, no, we don't really have a choice, first off. Uh, you, 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 we've got very few guys, because of the lost off season and, and maybe the lack of training in the past, we've got very few guys that can really go every snap, every game, even just on one side of the ball. And so we have to really use our whole team. Yeah. Um and 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 that's, that's Everybody really not kind of needs to be involved and engaged, and, and everybody needs to understand. There, Probably of all the teams I've had, it may be more important that everybody's involved in this thing. Now, you know, let's face it. You know, it's it, it come district. It's you got to go with your best guys. You you got to have your best on the field at the key times. But you know, you can't you can't take one guy and he, he and he's doing everything. You know, for multiple games in a row, where he won't he won't be available come playoff time. So it's a you know, as a coach, that's probably one of the key things we really have to manage is 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 personnel. Okay and you said coming back to uh, Connor here like what do you think the biggest challenge will be as far as Connor like are they a big team like you were talking about earlier or a small team or what no they're a good sized team and I think they're similar from the standpoint of coach has been there a while so just as far as them having a little bit more tools in their toolkit to pull out of the toolbox uh, than we have in our arsenal yet they're going to have that the quarterback's a veteran quarterback and he's probably their most dangerous weapon really good runner he's not a great thrower but he's effective but he's a and, and running quarterbacks have presented a problem for us this year. That's something that we got to clean up. And, and really, you go back to McNichols game, you go back to this game of the night, even Simon Kenton that we won, running quarterbacks have caused this problem. And he's, he's a really effective runner. And their running back is, is a speedy guy. He played receiver last year, didn't have great hands, so they moved him to running back. But he's one of their fastest guys. Um, you know, I don't think they're quite as big and physical as Dixie uh, or Ryle. But uh but they're not shabby either,
0: yeah, and so you said that running quarterbacks have been causing you problems this year, but wouldn't you say you also have a running quarterback in Charlie noon?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I think here, here's, here's the thing. I think when we came in here in March, I saw a tremendous athlete playing quarterback. Charlie's in the process of becoming a quarterback, who's a great athlete. And I think the other night was probably the first real time, and actually I chewed his behind after that Ryle game because he reverted back to being an athlete instead of a quarterback in that game. And he got away from going through his reads and and was looking to pull it down and run it. And we won a quarterback first who happens to be an athlete. And I think that message was clearly sent to him. And I think if you were at the Dixie game, he clearly approached that game from a quarterback first perspective. And then he used his athleticism to make plays off of it when it broke down or it wasn't there. Or we all, we're we gonna have design runs for Charlie. That's kinda of the point is, he doesn't even to look to run off of stuff that's designed for him to be a quarterback that distributes the ball. We'll take care of that with some design calls for him. And every now and then when it breaks down, and that number eight really gave us fits and pass protection. So there were times he had to escape and it wasn't any choice that he had. And and he's got great escape ability. But Charlie is in the process of evolving into being a quarterback who happens to be a great athlete. Obviously you guys have well, uh, senior Jake Welch and he was a really big part of the offense. How do you guys plan on replacing him? Well, I don't think you do. I mean, Jake is the only Jake we had. And he's the only, you know, track star that th- with that kind of speed that we could put on the field. We got some other guys that can run well. But Jake was Jake. So, if we spend our time trying to replace Jake, we're, we're going to be spinning our wheels. We have to of retool our offensive approach without that weapon over the top that we had and uh, that, that's just the reality of it and uh, but more than anything I, I hate it for Jake he was having a tremendous senior year he was being extremely productive I mean he was I think on track to be recognized in Northern Kentucky as one of, one of the premier players you know this fall and uh, you know he his brother is just a great family and so more than anything I just I hate for Jake more than I do the team
0: yeah okay thank you coach uh, that is all for today thank and you thank guys you so much, thank you so much for coming on and good luck for on Friday thank you very much thank you okay. thanks again to Coach Fire. for his time so after the, after this game Hounds is now 3-3 three and three on the season with wins against Bowling Green Campbell County and Simon Kenton, and with losses to McNicholas Rod and Dixie they started hot at 3-0 we have lost our last three. What do you guys think has gone wrong in the last three games? Uh, I think it's really, if you look at the last two games, they had four rushing yards against Dixie and 65 against Ryle. And that's just not going to cut it for our offense, not at all. And mm-hmm. you can't rely on passing the whole game. And then if you look at the, uh, quarterback, the quarterback rating against um ryle was just not well either as coach spire said charlie was sort of resorting back to becoming an athlete and not a quarterback that game but i really just think it starts with the rushing and then the defense just not being able to get stops when we needed them to i also think that uh in the past couple weeks we have also played a lot lot bigger teams compared to the first three games you know teams like mcnicholas and uh they have a lot bigger kids and same with the upcoming week, they'll have a lot, big, lot bigger kids too. So therefore this this week could be a challenge, but yeah, they just need to do a lot better on offense. Defense has been alright, they really could make some improvements there. You know, they've been giving up a lot of yards and a lot of points, but offense has really started in the second half and they've had opportunities to win games. And really with a school like McNicholas, it just gets different once you go across the board, you know? Uh, the, across the bridge, you know? Yeah, it just a better competition. Yeah, be... yeah and uh, another thing Coach Fire said is we need to do better in tough situations or uh, yeah. important situations. We're not doing as good as we should. We could always be doing better. And about, and, uh, yeah. What were you going to say? About tough situations, like AD against Dixie, I know, like in the last few seconds, we had it really close to the uh, end zone. Had a chance to tie the game, but uh, just – didn't, couldn't convert and t- actually threw a last-minute interception so yeah, yeah. yeah even in the uh, McNicolas game we had multiple opportunities to really win the game with uh, a couple opportunities to drive down the field and win but we had, did not and the offense really started late in the game. You know these games have all been pretty close not a single one has been a blowout loss for Highlands so uh, I feel like every, every game we could have definitely had a chance to take it home, but we just flopped. But I feel like is these couple of losses we have experienced, I feel like it will definitely help us in the upcoming weeks, you know, with uh, just mental toughness and to stay focused on the on the game, you know. And these weeks are the most important as we head into districts. Yeah, districts will be very important, and win those games hopefully we can do well and uh, do well in the districts. But uh, moving on to Connor, Coach Fire mentioned and uh, we are uh, struggling with bigger teams. Obviously, of fits that description. How do you guys think this one will play out? Uh, I just think we need a player game, on offense. And like, like I said before, like the defense just has to get us stops when we need them. We can't go three and out on offense and then allow the other team to come back down and score a touchdown, you know? Yeah, I know what you're saying there. Like Coach Fire was saying, like we just need to do uh, get better against these bigger teams because even in our mm-hmm. district there will be a lot of uh, bigger teams to play against. Yeah, and uh, our uh, quarterback needs to be doing his job, he needs to be passing the ball, he needs to be a quarterback, and like Coach Fowler said, be a quarterback first and a running back second, or an athlete second. I also think you mentioned how you know, running quarterbacks have been giving us problems this year and Connor has a pretty good quarterback so I think we just need to really try to contain him because I don't think We might not be able to completely shut him down, but as long as we can contain Yeah, Blitz defense is going to be better. Yeah Yeah, that's what hopefully our defense can make a lot more stops this week against Connor You know, they really, really starting off 10 0 right season, you know But they just, we just need to have a big win and hopefully we can get a healthy uh, running back this this uh, week, we, we've been struggling with injuries, you know, uh, Bernie Banky, he's been on, he was really a big part of our red zone offense, I feel like if we got him back, that'd definitely help out a lot, you know, big tough threat like that in the uh, red zone, mm-hmm. can really help us score, and that might help with the offense, maybe if he comes back this week, but, and also the loss of senior Jake Welch, really, really hurt us there, and hopefully we can uh, find some underclassmen that really take their spots, and take over and give us a big win this week. Yeah, Jake Welch was our Tyreek Kill. And you know, a guy like Benke really helps you, like that situation against Dixie, when they have it near the end zone, you know, he's big and tall, you can just kind of lob it up to him and he'll be able to go make a play. Yeah, it's, it's really a big part of the offense. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you know, they can bounce back this Friday against Connor and really make a big statement win, you know, in the districts. Yeah, you know, we'd like a positive record, now losing one. Yeah. So Connor so far this year was four and two. So they have a decent uh, team, but they have uh, they had a big loss against Toronto, forty to seven, so that really and a big loss uh, Dixie 42 to Dixie forty two to twenty six, so really we played those two teams a lot closer than they did, so I feel like we should have really a good edge on them if we had a lot better games against them than they they beat Scott, but I'm not sure I bet Scott is a team. Hopefully the football team crew will make a big uh, return this week against Connor with a big win in districts, and moving on to the other Highland sports. Let's start with soccer. Okay? All right. So the girls actually had senior night last night, and they won in a very high scoring game, five to three. Uh, did you guys see Senior Faith blowing during the run after she scored the first goal? I thought that was just quite interesting, and you know, that's really neat to see that somebody that young in high school is expressing themselves like that after a goal. Yeah, I just think it must have been really cool for, you know, on senior night to just get to go out there and have fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was really a cool game. You know, it was really back to you know, going back and forth to scoring goals, and then uh, finally we took over and scored a couple more goals in them and finally put up five and beat them five to three. How's the Ozone done at the soccer games? That game, that, that game was pretty good, I would say. That was probably one of the best, in my opinion. Yeah, the Ozone was really loud, and... Uh, it was pretty cool being in there and a part of it, you know. It, I feel like it really helps the team out and being able to like support them and emotional support throughout the game, and just in encouraging them on to hopefully win the game. Yeah, and then I, then boys soccer, they went four to nothing against Whitman Woods last night. They dominated the first half, three three to nothing at halftime. Yeah, Jordan Frescura really had a great game with, with multiple goals, but. The story, what I heard about the game was that there was actually a fight that broke out. I I wasn't at the game. I wish I really could have saw that. That seemed quite interesting, you know. Yeah. That would be very funny to watch, I feel like. What I heard was, um, you know, the goalie was kind of talking to some of the players, and then one of our players, like, ran into him, and then that's what really sparked things, but really interesting. Yeah, you usually don't see that in high school sports, mainly in professional sports, but. That was just quite interesting. Don't really see that in soccer either. That's more. I mean, if you are going to see in high school, it's generally you know football. Or maybe hockey if they have a team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then uh, next we got boys golf. They're competing in the regional this week, I and know. and go, boys and girls are both competing this week. And good luck to those teams. I believe the senior boys team plays today in Henry County in Louisville. Know, good luck to them. You know, hopefully they can do well. And I believe Senior KJ Tour competed yesterday at the Pendleton Hills Golf Course and I believe she shot in the mid 80s and she placed about 3rd I believe and she is be, will be going to state next week and hopefully she will do well there and hopefully she can hopefully do well. And then the volleyball team also, they uh, have been doing well, they just won the K Classic, they beat uh, St. Henry I believe. And then my bad Holy Cross they beat. And that was really awesome for the for us to win our own tournament. What do you guys think about that? Oh, that's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, I think that's really cool too. Yeah, well good luck to all of these uh the fast sports. Hopefully they can keep on doing well. And that is really all for this week's show. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next time.